1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without autopay pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. It's the hard not for us. One of the most popular musicals of all time is back. See Annie, Broadway's favorite orphan, live on stage in an all-new production. Hailed by the Chicago Tribune as one of the best family musicals ever written. Annie is back to spread hope for all the hard knocks life throws your way. So clear away those sorrows and get your tickets
0: to Annie today. Annie comes to the San Jose Center for the Performing Arts from January 10th through the 15th. Get tickets now at broadwaysanjose.com.
1: Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels.
0: One, five. You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 Hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into the 415ers on a Victory Monday. Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy with you as always on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. Coming at you three times a week. And we are coming at you on Tuesday Morning, because the because the 49ers, Mark, made an absolute mockery of the Arizona Cardinals last night in Mexico City. The final is 38 to 10. Another second half shutout, third straight week for the defense. The offense clicks on all cylinders. They are now six and four. They are back and in a tie with the tiebreaker for first place in the NFC West. It's a pretty damn good Tuesday, Mark. How you doing? I'm doing well,
1: Evan. Yeah, a phenomenal performance for the 49ers. We'll certainly dive into it here all episode, but uh, I think we can safely say uh, the most complete performance for the 49ers all year long. You mentioned the offense. I mean, the defense has been there the last few weeks, specifically in second halves, as you mentioned. uh, But the offense putting up 38 points, a season high. Carolina, the game on the road a number of weeks back, was was the next highest at 37, but 38 points for the 49ers offense with all of their new weapons. Just an absolutely incredible performance for the 49ers. After a bit of a slow start, it took them a second to get going, but once they got going, they just couldn't be stopped.
0: Yeah, I I do want to get into that and why I actually felt like that was uh, kind of a a good sign for the 49ers, but we can say uh, the 49ers are clicking. Uh, That is that is. Unequivocal, uh, because they put up 38 points, and like you mentioned, after the slow start, it, they just got completely rolling. And I mean, I feel like we got to just start with the quarterback and, and Jimmy Garoppolo because he threw for four touchdowns uh that happened hadn't happened since the game that everyone throws around as being you know his greatest performance or whatever against the New Orleans Saints in 2019. But he was 20 of 29. He was. Jimmy, go get it, basically, four touchdowns. He was, I, I I, think, look, and I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but that was about as good off-script Jimmy Garoppolo as I've seen uh, maybe ever. Now, I know it's coming against a Cardinals team that's playing with a backup quarterback that is headed downhill fast as a head coach that may or may not be there next season, but this is also the type of game in which you need your quarterback to establish early that you're not going to allow an opponent to have any sort of uh, hope to remain in this game. And the Cardinals at the beginning of the game put up a few points, obviously did not do so in the second half. But to me, Jimmy Garoppolo was exactly what the 49ers needed him to be. Uh, last night and potentially moving forward not necessarily the four touchdowns but the efficiency distributing the ball and making sure that everyone got their touches yeah I think with
1: Jimmy Garoppolo what I'm seeing specifically last month maybe last six weeks um, is, is you're seeing a player who's avoiding those turnover worthy throws he's still missing throws it's going to happen he threw uh, you know, kind of a, a hospital ball. We like to call it to Debo Samuel, where he, he led his receiver right into a, a defensive back. It was a bit high. Debo had to go off of his feet. Uh, fortunately for the 49ers, Debo Samuel was not banged up on the play. In fact, it was Isaiah Simmons who tried to tackle Debo for the Cardinals that was banged up on that play. He, will ha- he has mistakes, but his mistakes, the difference this year is they're not turnover worthy throws for the most part, or at least it's way less consistent. Uh, He makes those kinds of mistakes. And the other thing is what you mentioned. It's the off-schedule plays. This is something that Jimmy Garoppolo has really struggled with throughout his career. Think back to last week, the win against the Chargers, that great off-schedule play against uh, when he found Ray-Ray McLeod, when he rolled to the right, Ray-Ray kind of read Jimmy Garoppolo's eyes and started streaking down the right sideline. Jimmy Garoppolo, a perfect touch pass over the top of the defense, perfectly into McLeod's breadbasket, and he gets a big gain. This time it was different. It was evading some pressure, stepping up in the pocket, getting close to the line of scrimmage. And then he finds George Kittle leaking out over the middle. Jimmy Garoppolo running up to the line, brought that linebacker in. He forgot about Kittle. Kittle was wide open beyond the defense and walked in for a touchdown. So we're seeing Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, take steps in the right direction in those areas. And considering... Uh, you know, this is a, a, a multi-year starter in the NFL who's been around for a really long time. I don't know about you, but I'm surprised that he's been able to take these steps forward. I, I thought that, you know, the, the quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo was last year, year before, year before. was kind of the guy you were going to get for the rest of his career, but he is showing that he can improve, and it's a big reason why the 49ers are playing their best football of the year right now.
0: No, I'm I'm, I'm with you, and uh, I honestly, I... I'm not necessarily surprised. Like we've seen glimpses, I think of this Garoppolo in 2019, we've just kind of forgotten a little bit because there's been obviously the last season in 2020. And then last year to me, I, I, I do think the shoulder injury along with the, the, the hand stuff that he was going through sort of hampered him. But to me, you're, you're right as far as the decision-making is different. I, I think the physical tools to me, I, I've seen that before there's been glimpses of it, but the, but the correct decisions over and over and over again are something that I think myself along with most 49ers fans are not accustomed to because you know as we're watching the game last night and as we've been watching these games over the last couple of weeks, you're kind of waiting for the 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 Jimmy G turnover or yeah. you know, turnover worthy throw as you're talking about, but they just they just simply haven't come yet. So even when he's not throwing for four touchdowns, which he didn't against the Chargers, um, which he didn't in the win before, um, you know, threw one against the Rams. But the prolific passing numbers do not need to be there on this team. That's the other part of this, too, that at least was illustrated, I think, against Arizona. Everyone eats in this offense when Jimmy G is able to play point guard like he was last night. Going down the list of players that we felt, you know, were kind of highest to lowest in the pecking order, Christian McCaffrey, number one, 106 combined yards rushing and receiving, 14 touches. Number two would be Debo Samuel, 94 combined yards on the ground and through the air, 10 total touches, including that 39-yard touchdown run, uh, which was fantastic to open up the second half. George Kittle, as you mentioned, four receptions, two explosive touchdown catches of 37 and 39 yards. He gets his touches. Brandon Ayuk, even though he wasn't necessarily targeted as much as the others, he was used to me in, in, in a... Way that is best suited for him, which is when you need a guy to get open in tight spaces, like we saw in that first touchdown catch. He can do that. He can create space like nobody else maybe on this roster. So he gets two touchdowns. Elijah Mitchell, as far as the the, the touch total is is concerned, is lower than all three of the top guys, but he gets nine carries on the ground. So he is your, your foremost back as far as running the football to me last night was the, the, I don't know if we'll see it again, but it's the perfect equation of how explosive this offense can be under Garoppolo with all of the weapons surrounding him and how Kyle Shanahan truly was clicking where in past weeks he was not.
1: Yeah. And I think it shows Kyle Shanahan's trust in Jimmy Garoppolo. You look at the first half, the Niners ran 28 offensive plays. 21 passes, seven runs. This is the 49er team that ran the ball 41 times against the Chargers. They come out the next week, run the ball seven times in the first half. Seven rushes in an entire half of football. And now they turn that around in the second half. They ran the ball more. They ran 29 plays in the second half. Uh, 21 were on the ground and eight were were through the air. Now a lot of that is because they had a big lead. And a lot of that was Jordan Mason at the end of the game when all the The starters were out. But still, in the first half, 21 throws, seven rushes for the 49ers. That says a couple of things. One, uh, Kyle Shanahan trusts Jimmy Garoppolo, and clearly Jimmy Garoppolo is playing football that deserves to be trusted. He's playing great right now. And two, the Arizona Cardinals were so worried about the 49ers' run game, what they saw on tape against the Chargers last week, that they were begging Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball. He took advantage. Again, 20 of 29 228 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and he is making a habit of burning the Cardinals. You mentioned that game against the Saints back in 2019, December 18th. That was the previous instance he had a four-touchdown game. The other times it's happened, it's now happened four times in his career, the three other times besides that one Saints game, including last night, all against the Cardinals. Both times in 2019 against Arizona, And last night against Arizona. So Jimmy Garoppolo, four career, four touchdown games. Three of them are against Arizona. If I'm the Cardinals in the future, I am not begging Jimmy Garoppolo to beat us because he's been able to do that almost every time he's played them.
0: Yeah, no, Jimmy Garoppolo is was fantastic. And and look, I don't necessarily think that the offense under him is is going to be putting up these these 38-point totals week in and week out. But after last week where I don't want to say people were totally disappointed because at the end of the day, you did beat a Chargers team uh, that at the time was above 500. It was a big game on Sunday night. It got you, as yourself, above 500. Now this win gets you on your first winning streak throughout this season, three games in a row. But there were kind of some concerns around, I think, Maybe not the play calling, but the aggression, or just simply the the lack of results for this offense. Now, a couple of weeks with Christian McCaffrey in, and, and this is where I do want to give Shanahan credit. And you kind of you kind of touched on it. It's Shanahan as well as Garoppolo. To me, they they looked better together off script, being a little yeah. more impromptu. I mean, the first two possessions of the game for the Niners, which I can only assume uh, one, if not both of them, were scripted. They they had one first down like they, they didn't move the ball when Kyle Shanahan was trying to implement what he wanted out of the gate. They then score on the next four possessions. So clearly, Kyle, along with Jimmy Garoppolo, are making the necessary adjustments on the sideline to be able to shore up this offense, which was, you know, a little bit flat coming out similar to maybe the, the Sunday night game against the Chargers, but then immediately turned it on against Arizona and a team that was begging to just be put away early. Um, the 49ers, even when they were you know only up by a score again, they, they just have this feeling Mark of, of being able to boat race teams. Like once they draw, even the game feels over because of how well their defense continues to play in second half of games and how the offense seemingly is getting a little bit better throughout games, as well as perhaps this season. So at six and four, there's still a long ways to go, but the trend is up for this offense, which has been pretty much the biggest question mark, because your defense, again, pitches another second half shutout, and they continue to be one of the top three, uh, top two units in football.
1: Yeah, it's certainly trending up. And you mentioned at the beginning there 38 points. That's not going to be something they're able to do every week. Of course not. Thirty-eight points is a gigantic number when you're talking about averaging that over the course of a number of games. But individually, you look at performances, Evan. You look at Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and even Elijah Mitchell. It wasn't something so insane from any one individual that you can just write off and say, okay, that's not going to happen again. Like you think back to what was it, week eight against the Rams when Christian McCaffrey threw for a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, and caught a touchdown? You can kind of throw that out, you know, say it's an incredible performance, but also know in the back of your mind that that's just not going to happen again. Like that is not something that you can repeat. But all these individual per- performances by the 49ers in Mexico City against Arizona. Repeatable. I'm not saying that George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk are going to have two touchdowns every game, but individually, they are capable of doing something like that, close to that, on a relatively consistent every week basis. I mean, Kittle, four catches, 84 yards. That's not groundbreaking. McCaffrey, he had over 100 scrimmage yards, but seven carries, 39 yards on the ground, seven catches, 67 yards. Debo Samuel, seven catches, 57 yards. Add in three carries for 37 yards and a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk, just two catches. Of course, they both went for touchdowns. And then Elijah Mitchell did most of his work in the second half, nine carries for 59 yards. Obviously, they were big chunk plays in there, and I think when the 49ers you know, continue to get all of their weapons involved on the offense and get used to having all these weapons. We will see those chunk plays continue. But individually, Evan, I didn't really see anything that kind of stands out as something that can't possibly happen again everyone on the 49ers had good games, but I would argue that no one had this groundbreaking incredible historic day. These are all repeatable performances for the 49ers and while that might not always uh, you know translate to 38 total points, I think it's going to translate to generally consistent high powered and high scoring offenses. And if the 49ers uh you know with all these weapons score 20, 22 points like they did against the Chargers, you're probably going to leave that game feeling a little frustrated because you know with what they did against the Cardinals, they are capable of so much more.
0: Yeah, and Mark, uh, well, nothing really stood out, you know, prolifically. But uh, but you 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 did predict a George Kittle breakout game. Uh, do you want to take a victory lap? I I,
1: I did say a hundred yards, so I I guess I fell short there. But I I did think he was going to dominate, and <laughs> I mean, four catches, eighty four yards, two touchdowns. Uh, You really have to thank the uh, Arizona Cardinals defense for that second touchdown because they just seemed totally uninterested in trying to tackle. And there is no way he should have got into the end zone on that one. So thank you, Arizona.